Welcome to the Greg Chats Cash Podcast. Oh yeah, that's not going to be the theme song. Welcome back. Third time's a charm. Today we're going improv. I'm keeping all this in. The ums, the uhs, the ands, the bits, the stuff. Here at Greg Chats Cash, it's been a while. Just like I said on the second episode, it's been a while. Ladies and gentlemen, getting this podcast off is tricky, but... Without going into those details, I figured I'd come in today and let you know, if you're listening to this podcast, I want to hear from you on ways or focuses in money stuff that you need help with. Whether it's paying down debt, building up cash, starting to invest, saving for college, figuring out how to start a side hustle or a business someday, really anything you want to talk about when it comes to insurance, taxes, and even the... what most people would say is boring stuff. I challenge you to consider different ways to challenge me to bring fun and interesting topics here to you. And so for today, I want to cover a few quick topics around money stuff to consider. For example, my favorite topic, most of you probably know, is building up the cash stronghold, money for emergencies and opportunities, money that you have saved and stacked away that can cover Major emergencies, like say you had to go to the uh, emergency room or something like that, usually that's going to cost you about $1,000 just on that original visit to the emergency room. So stacking enough cash like that away is not an easy thing to do, but that's a great cash stronghold initial goal. Then trying to build up enough cash savings so that you have a couple months worth of your expenses saved away. Why do you want to do this? You never know when unique opportunities are going to pop up in your life where you've been there before. I bet, where you say to yourself, oh man, if only I had a good chunk of money stashed away, I would totally take this opportunity and it would be a great investment or a great purchase, just something in life, a unique opportunity. Now, besides the cash stronghold, we obviously need to track how we're spending and saving. We can't be spending more than we earn. And if that's part of what we're dealing with when we're dealing with debt, there's a whole bunch of different ways to deal with it. For example, you might've heard of the debt snowball or the debt avalanche or the debt... uh, Snowstorm? Blizzard? I don't know what I call it. But anyway, long story short, here's how it works. Looking at the different types of debt you have and figuring out how do you want to approach it. Do you want to attack the smallest amounts of debt first to feel those big wins? Or do you want to do it mathematically and try to get as much debt paid off as quickly as possible by paying down the ones with the highest interest first and hopefully saving you some stack and some cash along the way? Or maybe you're like, I want to know more about stock market investing. Well, I'll challenge you with this tidbit before we go. Think about learning about index funds. Funds that buy the entire stock market, all the companies, all in one fund. It's a great way to save. And if you're saving, uh, why it's a great way to save? See, remember, this is also like, I'm not going to edit this. So I'm just going to keep going. Um, It's a great way to invest with an index fund when you're buying the entire stock market, usually because all things being equal between a mutual fund, which is a fund with a whole bunch of stocks or picks from a fund manager, some person who may be actively picking and trading and holding different assets and commodities and different vehicles for your investments, and that person is going to charge expense rates. And those expense rates are going to be higher than buying an index fund. And the index fund is a passive way to invest. You're just buying the entire index, so you don't have to pick and choose anything, and neither does anyone else, which keeps the costs low. All things being equal, reducing your costs of investing is super important. That being said, let's just get started, and here's the deal. 
When it comes to investing, it's not about timing the market. It's about time in the market. So no matter what your age, starting as soon as possible is really important. Now, I just dropped a whole bunch of stuff on I told you to save money. I told you to pay down debt. And I told you to invest. You're like, Greg, I got one job. What am I going to do? I, I got three jobs. I'm not still can't do all that. I still got to put food on the table and pay the bills, right? Here's what we're looking at. You don't start learning to juggle by throwing three different juggling balls up in the air. You start by taking one and throwing it up and down and understanding how that works and feeling that and getting comfortable doing that. Whether it's saving, whether it's paying down some debt, whether it's investing, I challenge you first, think about this. If you've ever been on an airplane before, they say to you, always put your mask on before assisting others. That's what a cash stronghold ends up being too. Start there, stacking cash. By stacking cash, you can figure out ways to save for yourself so that you can support yourself and others down the way. Here's a quick way to stack cash. You might have caught it on Instagram at Greg Chats Cash or on Snapchat at Greg Chats Cash or I think I put it up on Twitter too at Greg Chats Cash, coincidentally enough. Um, it is the $5 bill challenge. Instead of using cards, credit cards or debit cards, start spending in cash more often because it's physically, psychologically, not physically. It's, well, physically too, because you have to go further into it and you have to do some mental math. Uh, and it's psychologically harder to hand over and receive back change. And you feel the hit of the loss of buying things when you use cash. This has been shown in a couple different um, studies over time. But when you are using that cash... If I hand over a $20 bill and they hand, and it's, 11, it's a, a $9 uh, cost, and they hand back $11, a 1 and a 10, put that back in your, in your purse, wallet, whatever, go about your day. If they hand you back a 1 and two fives, the $5 bill challenge, you must save those fives. Stacking those fives away to build up your cash stronghold is a quick way to stack cash. Keep this in mind, the $5 bill challenge, and hit me up and let me know if you're taking on the challenge. I know some of you have in the past, and I challenge you to consider it for the future. If you're a higher wage earner, instead of looking at dollars, I challenge you to start considering percentages. Sometimes if you're well off and covering your basic living expenses and you find yourself overspending in areas of, you know, personal interest, whether it's going out, whether it's restaurants and food, whether it's clothing or items, whatever it is that you're spending and possibly overspending on, when you're thinking along those lines, think about percentages. For example, I like to hide money from myself. What I mean by that is I set up as much forced scarcity of cash and access to money as possible by setting up automatic uh, bill pays, automatic investing, automatic savings plans. This way, there's only so much cash that ends up sticking around in the checking account or in accessible cash. One other way to do this is hiding money from yourself with your cash stronghold. Don't just put that cash, those $5 bill challenges, next to you in a jar, in your room, or by the door, make sure it's going in an envelope, in a folder, in a safe, in a closet, wherever, so that you have to go multiple steps to get to it. What's nice about this is, if you start putting some of that cash stronghold into savings accounts or CD ladders, like I've mentioned in Instagram, um, a CD ladder is a certificate of deposit. Long story short, you buy them, the bank holds your money for a while, you get higher interest rates than savings account, but it's still guaranteed. 
When you start to think about different ways to stack your cash outside of your home, you can figure out ways to earn a little bit more interest with things like online savings banks. Here's the deal. Banks and credit unions and financial organizations know we are creatures of the habit and we're not going to change things unless we are motivated to. Most of the time, we just like leaving things where they are. So that's why they have so many enticements to get us using their credit cards or get us into their financial organizations. I challenge you to become a little bit more aware. I gave you a whole bunch of stuff today. I challenge you this. Leave a message here on Anchor if you're listening on Anchor. Leave comments in iTunes or Google Play. I want to know what you want to know more about. Also, hit me up if you're not hearing from me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Greg Chats Cash. And once again, thanks to you, your time, our sponsor today. Thank you for this under 10-minute podcast. I feel like it was pretty uh, pretty informational. Um, I'll leave your comments, too. I want to know, uh, is, is, this, is this what you want more of? Tell me what you want. I guess I should put, I think I'm going to put background noise on this. I hope I have my volume. We'll find out. Third time's the charm. Enjoy the show. Do you see, do you see this? I'm, like, rambling at the end here. I, I should have just, like, ended it, like, 30 seconds ago. Have a great day. Bye.